Hi guys, to another episode of Free Flow. Today we will play the second part of my conversation with Reese. Without further ado, enjoy. So letting things come to you yeah. and not forcing. If you have to force it, it's yeah. not right. Yeah. 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 So bring that back to to the energetic thing with other people. I guess an art to not force. Right, it's not to just flow with the energy with people, and you know, it's, it's, it, it. Why make people hate you? All right, if you're clear with your intentions, if you're clear with whatever you want, and you make it really clear, and you dance with that energy, then everyone's happy. Mm-hmm. Right, the whole world's happy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. unless the other fella is just a bit fucked up, you know. Just right. <laughs> so, okay, that's yeah. it. That's it. So everyone, I believe, perceives. Or uses the word energy differently. Mm. You know? For sure. So it's like how does it how does that show up for you in daily life? You mm. know? So we use the word energy, right? Mm. But then and we and we use um, terms like how we relate to it, how we dance with it, but how does it actually show up? Like what is the manifestation of that and what am I relating to? I think it's it's quite interesting because in recent times I've I've been doing this practice where I'm just forgetting things. Mm-hmm. My practice is to be forgetful. Mm. I don't remember a lot of stuff. Mm. And I find that I'm more present mm. because I don't remember what's happened. I'm just remembering what's happened now. What's happening? Now, yeah, mm-hmm. what's happening, and that's been. But also, it's it's <laughs> it's, it's a bit fucked up because it, it's so hard to describe to people what I'm doing or explaining certain things. Mm-hmm. I, I constantly forget things. Mm-hmm. So, it's, so it's yeah. So it's like you're updating. You're not living in the past, then, are you? Yeah, 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 yeah. But it it also means that I'm I'm feeling, I'm sensing, even with body work, I'm not. Not grasping. I'm not grasping. I'm. I'm just reacting to. I'm responding and reacting to what's happening now yes. with the body. Yes. And when someone asks me, "What do you feel?" I don't know. Well, how do you feel? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Do you feel better? Or what do you feel energetically? Right. Because so there are these different. So there's these different realms, right, of what we can be experiencing. So you got just the. What's happening now can right. be expressed. In the mind, yeah, the thoughts that are happening now. Mm-hmm. We can have images, sounds, ideas, you know, right, that can right. be happening in the now. Mm. We've got the neurology, yeah, the sensations right. of the nervous system that are happening now. Right, you with me? You've got the emotional tone of what's happening now. Right, right, right. And then you've got the physical, the way my body is positioned. That's happening now. Mm. The way my heart is beating, my lungs are expanding, you know, yeah. my shoulders are raised or they're dropped. So all of those things are all happening now. Right. Yeah. So what I'm interested in is creating a more of a coherent awareness of all of those things in the now and what effect that has on my state of being. I think it depends on what kind of body work you're talking about, right? Well, well uh, that, that for me is a practice of presencing. Right. 
Uh, so it's just what is more, what is most present in each now. Yes. You know? Right. My understanding of the question of the situation is that when people come to you for body work, what are they actually coming for? That's why I'm, that's that's why before I was saying what is their mindset, where is the happy place, where they want to be, because because people come to me for a massage just because they want to be touched, right? And some people they go for massage. I've known people who've gone for massage and. When, they don't care how the massage was because they just like to be touched. Yeah, yeah. They're paying someone uh-huh, uh-huh. just to be touched. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Even if they're really shit. They're like, oh, okay, I, I like that because, because there's no one to touch them. Mm-hmm. There's that separation of touch in normal society and they have to pay someone to do it for them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? And there are people who really enjoy that, that nice stroke, that nice... They, they like it because it feels good. Mm-hmm. That's it. Right? It's like good food and shitty food. Some people like shitty food, they're just paying, they just want to get sustenance and that's it. Right? And some people like fine dining where you have high class spa treatments, uh, whatever massage, kahuna massages, oil massages. Mm-hmm. And then you've got, the, <clears throat> you've got the body work that I feel like we're doing right now, which is intentional, which is more energetic. People come because they're experiencing some sort of trauma, some sort of condition in their life that they're stuck in. Mm-hmm. And it, it, they need to want to get better. They, 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 they have to want that intention of being in a happy place mm-hmm. or in a place that is not where they are right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? And to be able to bring them to the present, to feel what's happening mm-hmm. in the present. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, bringing them into the present through the medium of touch, because touch is happening in the now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It could be touch, it could be and whatever, you know, like magic whatever. hands. It, could, it can be just directing their attention to what's happening for them in the moment. So, yeah. you know, them tuning into the way that their body is feeling. That's yeah. doing the same thing. 100%. But then, okay, so that brings, that takes my mind to what, or the power that our state of mind as a facilitator right. has upon another person's experience. I've been experimenting with just being interested and being curious. curious just, oh, oh, this is fun. Uh-huh. Right, the lightness, yeah. The lightness, the curiosity, the playfulness. Just, just to deal with the problem because mm-hmm. um, I want to create space in the body. Mm-hmm. I want to hold space in the body, mm-hmm. and I, I don't, I don't just want to do it in a very stoic mindset. I want to do it with a more playful. I'm approaching this problem, or this is fun. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm approaching it from a place where I want to be. Mm. And I'm not treating the other person as a person. I'm treating them like a piece of meat, mm. essentially. Really? Like, I differ. Like, I'm, I'm cutting off from that, that, uh, well, I'm, I'm cutting the emotional connection because I'm, I'm so focused on myself mm. while I'm doing it. Mm. Like, it's a problem that I want to solve. Okay, that's interesting. 
right? So this is this is what I've been trying at the moment because mm-hmm. a lot of people they they associate themselves too much with the emotions. Sometimes they they take in the kind of emotional things mm-hmm. that the other person's getting. Mm-hmm. But for me, <clears throat> for me to be able to distance myself away to say, all right, this is a problem. I have to be energetically aware of how they are feeling, but what they are feeling is is not my problem. It's not my feelings. Mm. Right? And to be able to kind of separate myself and treat them as I I wouldn't say not treat them as a person, mm. but I still do treat them as a person, but there's a there's a part of me that, that says, hey, you know, if I take on other people's problems, mm. then I'm going to get fucked. Mm. Right? But I need to be able to see the problem. I need to see the core of the problem and just address the core of the problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. As you perceive it. As I perceive it. Mm. So I'm listening to how they're talking. I'm, I'm listening to the way that they're expressing themselves. Uh-huh. I'm listening to the emotions. I I am trying to empathize with them a little yeah. bit, but still keep a little bit of that. Still keep a little bit of that. So I completely get what you're saying, right. and I've been exploring different territory lately. Yeah, different territory. Um, where I've become in to to get really really deep in my sessions. Been not not been doing any touch even, just through conversation, you know, just through being able to read the cues of the body, the gestures, the tone, and the energetic expression of the other person. See. To inquire with them what's present, because then it, to me all of that information is coming from is is, is it's is a visual cue. Not just visual. Visual is a huge element. Like a feeling. It's a, there's visual. There's the energetic sensitivity. You know, mm. the empathy section of it. Um, and it's directing the client, directing the person, keeping them in the present moment mm. and asking them what's present for them in each moment, right? Because the subconscious is, is always expressing, I believe the subconscious is always expressing an urge towards more complexity, more mm. wholeness and healing. You know what I mean? Even if the conscious mind isn't. Mm. Alright. So what happens for me is is that I become like a mirror. Right. You know? I become like a mirror with with no resistance. Mm-hmm. So rather than okay, that's going on for that person, those emotions are over there, it's that that level of separation goes away. Right. That and I completely meet them where they are right where now. they are. Completely meet them where they are. My awareness is still broad. You know what I mean? But I completely meet them where they're at. And then we find a way through that. I think that's that's quite similar to how I use the touch uh-huh. as well. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I meet them where they are and then I try and guide to some other place. Like facilitation work pretty much. Yeah, facilitation work. That's it. Um, the space in the body that's a big one space as a space as a resource space as a resource they don't have enough resources right so So we share we share in resources we share in space you know yeah 
and that enables the clarity, that enables any movement, you know. But then there's also got to be that intention of goodwill as well. Yeah. You know, you can call that love. It's got to be unconditional, positive regard for the other person. I think for there to be a true transformation, in my belief, anyway. I think it's a give and take, though. It's not unconditional. Because... Well, love is unconditional. Well, it depends. If they're coming to you as a... Uh, let's say for me, for example, if I'm, if I'm running classes, I can't just run the classes for free. Because oh, I'm, uh, I need support, right? Yes. No, because I was having this conversation with some people at the jam yesterday, and they were talking about how the jam... Because the jam is free. Yeah. And... Some people they go to the gym and they don't teach. Uh, they just they're just saying, oh, there's a separation between the the really good people and the really shitty people, and you know, there there was this threat going on, and they were just discussing about it yesterday. Mm-hmm. And for me sitting there, because I teach, this I, this is how I make a living. This is my profession. Yeah, I'm sitting there. I'm I'm pretty subtle with the way I express myself being a teacher in the jams mm. because I don't really want people to know that I'm teaching uh, I just want to go and enjoy the vibe I enjoy the jams I started out at the jams I wanted to teach for free uh-huh. in the past but that didn't work out for me uh-huh. right uh-huh. so then it, it brought it led me to think about it now like I'm giving people value because I enjoy I, I love doing the things that I do and I need to be supported in order to be able to give back. Definitely. So it's a cycle. Definitely. Right? And the people at the gyms, they, they don't really understand. Are they willing to go to the gyms to spend all their time giving away the knowledge for free and having people not not committing to the gyms? Like, are they going to spend time? Like, oh, let's just do a class all the time and not see progression. People, because people come and go. Mm. And if they go up to a high level, then who's going to practice with them? Are they going to, are they going to sacrifice their time just to, mm. just to do a class, mm. right? Mm. Or, or is the gem just meant for people to enjoy the, the energy exchange? Yeah, it's just going... Because I go to the gems, I do fuck all. I sit there and I just do a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. That's 80% of my time spent at the gem until I, I find something that... Interest. Interest me. Yes. And that's the twenty percent I'm like, oh yeah, let's do it. Let's do yes. something. Yes, yes, yes I, yes. I don't want that pressure of being oh that your teacher, come come teach me. Oh, do you wanna come spot? Because sometimes I don't wanna spot. Sometimes I just wanna chill. Mm, yeah, well that's knowing where you're at, isn't it? That's knowing what you wanna be doing in that moment. Exactly. No, but this is a really big this is a really big conversation I've had with a, a lot of teachers as well. Mm. It's because uh the community leaders sometimes they think of the teachers as oh you know it's a lifestyle they don't want to teach they're like oh I have a family to feed yada 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 but to be honest we don't really earn much like we earn if we're doing a class unless we're doing it like a business we're earning peanuts Mm. and for the amount of work that we put in it Mm. it, sometimes it's well, why do you, why do engineers get paid for it? Why don't they just build buildings for free? Right, right, right. Why do builders get paid for it? Why don't they just get build things for free? Yeah, right? so I completely, completely agree with everything that you're saying about providing a service that's it's paid a, for yeah, exactly. because you've put a lot of time, money, and effort 
into being proficient in what you do and it's a valuable service yeah 100% and like can it not be exactly and like what you say unconditional love is you know when I was saying the unconditional love that was in regard to if I'm giving someone if yeah if I'm giving someone a session treatment then the treatment the terms of the treatments have already been arranged like you know I'm going to be paid to be there or not whatever it is you know yeah. But whatever comes up then for that person, oh, see. the way I relate to them yeah. in, in that setting is unconditional. It's unconditional love. Yeah. You need to have the love for humanity. You need to have the love for people. Well, to, how can you not? Exactly. Yeah, but you can spend it all. Like you can, it, it's still a, a tank. Mm. Like, you, you, that's why people are getting paid for it because they only have this much. And if they don't feel supported, they just deplete. Mm. So if you're giving people uh, treatment, I still give people treatment uh, not in cash, but energetically I'm getting an exchange. Mm-hmm. Like I enjoy being around these people. And if then they, they have something in their life that they need improvement, I'll be like, yeah, come on, I'll help you out. I'll support you. Mm-hmm. Because then we're kind of supporting each other in different ways. Mm-hmm. It's an energetic exchange. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's an energetic exchange on an indiv- on an individual level. Yeah. But what about if you can tap in to a source that doesn't run out? What is and what do you suggest? <laughs> That's the love. A source that doesn't run out. Mm. How can you run it out? The love. You can run your own energy system out. You yeah. can become overwhelmed. And I can be treating somebody and using my own energy system and becoming depleted and come away from that feeling like I've been hit by a bus, potentially. Or overextend or not be met. Or it can be the dynamic can be off. Yeah. But if my only intention is to relate to what is present with love, that doesn't cost me a damn thing. What is this love that you're talking about? Mm. What is this source of love that you're talking about? What is this? Where is it coming from? This is it. This is it. So how do I learn about what is unconditional love? Is through the way that I relate to myself during meditation would be one of the biggest ways to cultivate unconditional love. You know? Because... Who's the source of this love? Well, we are. Oh, cool. Here you go. Here you go. If we're identified with the individualized sense of self, that's separation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if we identify with love, which is actually our true nature, true nature, pure intentions, pure, pure pure intention, pure love. Love for me is 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 like a deep, deep action. Yeah, it's a deep, deep action. Imagine like an embrace yeah the action of open warm unconditional accepting embrace right right so that's an energetic action uh, uh-huh. it's it's like talking about faith Ooh, faith we're, we're, we're diving into like the religion side of things now because then you, you're talking about love and faith what is faith people 
people ten, tend to think about faith as religion, religious or mm. spiritual, mm. which is true. I think faith is, having faith is just a feeling, a sensation, not having faith that something will be something or having faith that this person is something, but just having faith. Having faith. Like having faith. It's like a feeling, right? It's like, oh, I have faith. Well, then faith is also. And no, no, faith is like like. It's, then it's linked to trust. Okay, faith is linked to trust. Listening to trust. Linked to trust. Linked to trust. Because you've got faith. What have you got faith in? You got that's the thing. That the next moment is. No, that's the thing. That's the thing. What if there's no next moment? It's just having faith. Ah, oh, that's like a con. Huh? It's like a con. What's con? Like a Zen con. Yeah. Because it just stops your brain. Exactly. Yeah. So the that's a really pure intention, right? It's like having love. Like if I have love for, I have love for we, beer. Like I love beer. No, I love beer. I love no, this. I love we don't beer. have love. We be love. Exactly. So it's just love. Yeah. Right. It's not. I'm having love for this. I'm having love for that. It's just having love, and it's just love, mm. and having faith. So, the, like, yeah, yeah, this yeah, is good. This is good. You're refining everything into the purest form. Yeah. Like love, just love. Love. Uh huh. Uh huh. Faith, just just faith. Faith. Okay. Okay. So many times when I'm thinking about, I'm going through a hard time. I'm like, fuck. Oh, have faith that something happened. Okay, okay, have faith. Have faith, and this will be well. I'm like, mm, actually, have faith that some like have faith that this will happen. Oh, no, 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 no. Have faith that something will happen. No, 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 no. I just have faith. Uh huh. Uh huh. No expectations. Uh -huh. Nothing. Uh -huh. Just uh -huh. pure belief. Uh -huh. Just. Oh. Yeah. And you don't have to do it with religion. I mean, just having that concept of refining things to the purest form, like the purest form. Like yeah. 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 Because then it, there's nowhere else to go from there. Exactly. You're refining it to yeah, its yeah. being. Exactly. It's being, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Right. And then so e even purer is just nothing. <laughs> even like purer, well, is the nothing that everything comes from. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, that's right. Well, that's it, right? So yeah. those um, faith, love, trust, acceptance, those are, I would consider those actually, to be states of being. Actually, you know what? Now that I think of it, if you're having faith that something is going to happen, and then you're thinking about how that feeling of trust... Trust. How does trust manifest for you? How do you feel when you trust? Aha! And not trusting that something will happen, just having that feeling of trust. trust. Where does it feel in your body? Yes. Yes, I found this out. Like here. Oh really? Yeah, I well, I feel like different, different for everyone, right? Yes, yeah. Yeah. But yes, yes. But re yeah, recently I've been, um, I've been working on just feeling through, like up the spine, uh -huh. and up, openness in the chest, uh -huh. up this area, into the hip. Uh huh. Uh huh. So yeah. I'm feeling up here. <laughs> it's so funny because even you moving, even you just gesturing and doing that, I have an expression as you're doing it. Yeah? Yeah. I see, as I watch you do it, I feel you do it. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I so, think yeah. Keep. I don't know where I was gonna go. We'll I, I was I was feeling because I was doing the standing thing with the Wing Chun guy, right? And his and his whole practice is based on standing, like stance. Uh, a lot of a lot of stance work. For for me, it's a lot of groundwork at the moment. A lot of moving on the ground, feeling the ground, doing on other people as well, on other things, and a lot of breathing, relaxation. Mm-hmm. And with the Wing Chun stance, they do a lot of standing, yeah. just standing. He would do three hours, just standing. Yes, and feeling that expansion of the spine throughout the body. Right, and he would say from the coccyx mm-hmm. up to about here, mm-hmm. right in the neck. This area is where you have to work on it yourself. The rest on the way, people can adjust. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that, the area above the thoracic, you gotta work on for yourself. Exactly. So, yeah. That's what he said, right? And then that got me thinking, Oh, actually, you know what? When I came back like yesterday, yesterday morning, I was just doing a little bit of standing, a little bit of movement. I could feel wings mm-hmm. going out of my back, mm-hmm. and then that sensation going up my head, having this halo, this aura of the head. Yeah, and like, oh, like that. Yeah, feel really powerful. Like, oh, I'm really excited. That's it. But uh, being able to bring that into daily life. But I was, I also had a really bad crash last night. I'm like, fuck, I'm so exhausted. I got really grumpy. And like, I'm trying to maintain that. Uh-huh. Down. Up here. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I got really cranky and just like, uh, I've done something and certain things got me. Really? Like, what the fuck's going on? I'm, I'm wondering if that is an energy that has been expanded. Like, I'm getting a bit. To into my own head and not into my environment. So so being in a that's why last night I was a bit I was a bit off. Yeah yeah yeah. Because because it feels I feel drained. Drained. By the time I got to the class, I'm like yeah yeah. Well, so you say that the sense of your energy is located for most of the time? I would say it's always shifting, but a lot of the time it's up here, mm. in the crown of the head, mm. uh, this area. Mm. If, I've, if I've noticed that I'm falling into a place where it's I just bring it back up. It's up here. Oh. Here. Yeah. 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 That's that's cool for me. That's cool. I think I resonate with when you say it's always shifting. Yeah. It's always shifting. My my environment is always shifting. My mental state is always shifting. Mm. You know, so that all has a, that all plays out on the way that. I feel, you know, and that plays out on the way that my body feels. Right. Um, what do you feel? Mm. 
those changes. <laughs> <laughs> but I do get a lot of chest, throat, back of the neck, you know. You know, like when we was in the park the other day, right. remember? And it was like my legs were just like, like completely zhuzhing. Before, I came, <laughs> before I came out today, I was at home watching this thing and it felt like my feet were like um, sandbags. Sandbags. Sandbags, wet sandbags. Oh. Nice and heavy. Oh. Like just in the ground, you know? That feeling. And it was like, so good. So good, so warm, hot, wet, heavy sandbags because it just feels anchoring. Right. Yeah. What did you do? Is it the dancing? Well, I was laying down yeah. and it had to do with tucking my tailbone under. Yeah, so lengthening the low, my lower back, mm -hmm. tucking my tailbone under, and then slightly um, flexing the front line of the legs and then extending the heels out. But it does it. I didn't think about that. Yeah, it just does it. Oh, right. right. So I'm sitting there. My leg. It's like my legs get longer. The front line of the legs come become a little bit activated. The tailbone tucks under, and the small of the back flattens out. And then it's just anything that was up here starts to migrate down, 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 into that sense of heaviness into right. the feet. It's amazing. It's completely amazing. Mm. All the intentions. Like, surely you have to suffer somewhere. Yeah, that's it. What was it? Where did it start from? It's just, it's like I just intuitively know that that's, that's where it needs to be. Well, you, you must have an intention to be grounded, right? If not, then how, how would you start? Why would you start? Yeah, why would you start? Why, why would you start? start? Yeah. Right. You know, like, people want to be grounded, so they think about being grounded, and they find ways to be grounded. Even if they don't find ways, they're kind of constantly thinking about being grounded, mm. and the body just... And then it finds a way. Yeah, eventually we find a way. Eventually you find a way. Eventually we find a way, but what is the intention? What's the motivating factor to want to be grounded in the first place? Exactly, that's... What was it for you? What was the aha, like the ooh, ah moment where you... Dude, I don't know. Or it's not coming up clearly for me now. That's cool. I think that it is the key. Is the absolute key to everything. Getting that sense of connection right. to the ground through the entire nervous system, mm. down through the legs to the feet, connected because we're connecting to the earth, right? But why do you have to connect to the earth? Because then we're part of the, we're energetically connected to our mother. I mean, we're energetically connected to the whole system. That's it. We've got to get all the way down to the ground. Not only, it, not only that, it feels good. 
Yeah, it feels good. Once you go through all the shit that's in the way. Mm. I see. Like some of the obstacles to grounding, when I've, when I've shared grounding practices with people, what's come up is enormous amounts of emotional energy. Enormous. All right? So I will stand opposite somebody, maybe two foot away, right. and we'll go through a grounding exercise where we bring ourselves into the present, focus our attention on the sensations of the feet, do mm. some like balancing forward, back, left, right, and then focus in on any changes that occur within the body. You know, any space that opens up, any feelings, any thoughts that arise, yeah? And people just start breaking into tears, you know? Get, or they can get really, really uncomfortable because the nervous system, to, for us to get down to the ground, right. we've got to go through all the other stuff first. I see, I see, the channels are not open. The channels are not open. And now, I can speak to this, not as an expert, like, because I've mastered it, but because I am doing it. I go through the process for myself. Yeah, this is my experience. I have yeah. to go through some really uncomfortable places right. to be able to get down there, you know? Right, and that's confronting. It's challenging, but it's fucking worth it. Yeah. Mm. What do you mean it's worth it? It's worth What's it. What's worth it? Because getting into that connected place. Right. What, what's working for you? What's working for I'm me? I'm curious, yeah. Because you say it's working, right? So what, what's working for you? How, are, how do you feel? What's, what are you getting out of it? Mate, it doesn't need to be complicated. It feels good. It feels good. It feels right. And it feels yeah. good. It feels like me. You know, the more grounded I am, the more I feel like me. The more capable I am at interacting or relating to others skillfully, you know, mm-hmm. without, without being kind of swayed by what's going on with them, what's going on around me. I have more of a solid sense of myself. Mm, you, more, you become more truthful to yourself. Yeah, more truthful to myself. More, more just consolidated in myself, you know. The more you. More me. Yeah, more me. <coughs> The grounding is, is the, is the is, is, it should be the fundamental practice. I feel the same way. I think recently I've been, not just recently, but then I've, I've had a few instances where, where I've become more aware, like, oh, okay. I, I might have felt this in the past, but it's more apparent for me recently. Um, so that day at the park, when, when Joy was there, mm. And then you, you guys started cuddling. And I'm like, oh, what is happening? Right? Because it's like, when you guys are having your moment, and just, oh, okay. And like, what? We were talking, and you guys, right? So, no, no, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. But there were instances like that in the past where my friends were just doing, were, went out as a group, and then they just left. I'm like, okay, yeah. Okay, I'll give them space. That's what they need. That's fine. I can do my own thing. I mean, right? And and then just framing that into oh, this is a beautiful moment. Okay, they can do. I just bring myself back. That's the groundedness, right? Yes. Like, okay. Doesn't matter what people do. It's I'm me. I'm doing my. I'm You're doing me. Self fulfilled. Exactly. I'm happy just being on my own, doing my own shit. Yes. 
Right, but there was a there was a moment there. Right. There was a moment where the, either the thought, well, the, the combination of the thought, the emotion, and the belief crept in. Right? For me, or well, just in that instance, yeah. Oh. For you, it sounded like to me. So, so there was joy. You, myself, and Joy were in a conversation. Right. Then that conversation shifted to a place where Joy and I were. Then we pet went into a pair. Right, right. right. And then. You then experienced, or sounded like you experienced, the possibility of that separation, the sense of that separation. I think it's me noticing that separation. You noticed like, the separation. Oh, okay. Right? Now, what you were able to do right. was rather than get triggered into separation, right. isolation, like a sense of rejection, which is like, those are all energetic feelings, mm. right? That can become present when we're not able to self-fulfill. Right, and you get really angry and the the fuck Well, people have different responses. Someone else might have cried. I've, yeah. I've talked to a couple of people and they're like, you stole this person away from me. What the fuck is this? Yeah, well, it's, it, it can be more difficult when you have <laughs> love attachment to someone, right? But well, no, sometimes it's not love attachment. It's happened at the jams before. Uh-huh. Like uh, I've been in the jams and people are doing their thing and I come along and say hi and then and then the other person went oh we were doing our thing and the other person's like what the fuck just happened yeah you stole my piss I experienced that yeah exactly I get that it pisses me off because hang on a minute <laughs> I'm in the middle of like there's 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 a whole like a um etiquette around it as well though right yeah. like, there's social norms as well we're not just these oh well then that's that, there you go. Like that's the thing, right? Are you, are you too stuck with the social norm to realize that? Oh, actually, I can be happy. Like whatever. All right, but then there's, sense? yeah, we can be happy if someone goes off and does their own thing. But then if I'm in the middle of a session with somebody, right? I would, I would then be a bit put out if then they just hop up and run off, and go somewhere else. Yeah. Because Why? well, we're entering. For me, there's an agreement there. It's like okay, well, I'm giving you my attention. Right. And here we go. Expectation that I want that attention. Was there an agreement? That's my question. Was there an agreement? Well, because that's what I'm saying. At the jams, right? The jam is different from a class. Oh, this is it. But then that's how you resonate with some people, and you don't resonate with others. Exactly. No, that's that's because right. they, re- they reciprocate your way of being. Yeah. And it's like you know, I will f- I will fly, I will base and fly with people that I feel that that energy exchange, that yeah. attention, is reciprocal. Yeah. And if they're just going to be buzzing around somewhere else every 10 seconds, no thanks. You know, my attention is valuable to me. That's my energy. That's my time. So if I'm going to be here with you, so I require you to be here with me. Right. And I think think that's really interesting as well because sometimes I'm on the receiving end of this shit, right? And I'm having a nice conversation. I'm doing some body work. I'm giving attention. And someone just comes in and just... I'm like, what the fuck? Right? And then instead of going, I start to appreciate, I start to appreciate what the third party was doing. I'm like, wow, he's really skillful at doing that. Fuck yes. Okay, okay. So that turns that that around. And then I'm like, am I skillful enough to be able to grab someone else? I don't, I don't know if they're having conversation or whatever, but am I, can I grab people's, how, how am I able to grab someone's attention? 
hold someone's attention, mm. right? Even if I'm not going up to them and grabbing someone's attention, but you know, some people just have that energy, that flair, that charisma when they're just doing something like ten meters away, not even not even coming right next to you, and you'll be like. Right, mm-hmm. and their attention is gone. Mm-hmm. Straight away, mm-hmm. instead of going, fuck off, stop doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I go, wow, mm-hmm. this guy's great. <laughs> okay, okay, right? okay, okay. So yeah. is that a social etiquette? Like, uh, then you get to you get to resonate with the other person that they, yeah, you hang out with. Like, or if it's well, if it's good. Yeah. So that's all your response to the situation, isn't it? You choose your response. To I choose situation. my response. You choose your response. Yeah. You could go down the road of, all right, now I'm jealous because yeah. so-and-so is over there doing something that I want to be doing. Or, like you said, you can recognize the appreciation for what they're doing. Yeah. I, don't have to, I don't have to be... I don't have to do what they're doing. Like, like I, I, can, I can acknowledge that social etiquette. So I respect. Hmm. And if I, if I go to someone, I would us to enter their house but still being able to appreciate someone else's abilities oh, yeah okay. I can keep my own I, I can keep my own mm-hmm. um, beliefs mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, you know it's just yeah I, I can choose not to do that because I don't like it yeah. like, okay I won't do it but I won't get angry with because I'm holding on to this social etiquette. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, well, it's something I'm working on, obviously. Yeah. All right. So, any f- anger, for example, right. is always pointing to a wound. Always, right. it's pointing to a wound. Yeah. Like some place, at some point, we got hurt, yeah. and the response to that hurt is anger, right? Yes. Yeah. That's great if we can see when anger arises as an opportunity to find our deeper hurt, to find our deeper wound. I wouldn't even say anger, I would say, like, I've been using ambiguous terms nowadays, like tension, uh, yeah, I would just say it's tension. For mm. me, it's a lot of tension, whatever tension it is. Yeah, tension, but then not everybody has such an embodied sense, yeah? So yes. to relate to people, some people would, sense anger as attention right. some people would sense anger as like the actions that they're doing some people would have angry thoughts right. you know so how do you communicate with everybody you know what I mean right some people people. relate to words more yeah to yeah. certain um, true yeah. and from yeah I, I think I think Sistema has changed the way I think about all this stuff um and I'm finding a deeper appreciation for not using specific words for specific things. Yeah. Like regulating tension, um, because how I'm feeling, even for fear, fear is a little bit of a tension. When I get certain feelings, I start to tense up. Yeah. Definitely. I don't, I, don't, I don't really care if it's anger, sadness, fear, or jealousy. It's just, I can feel something starting to go... And then, exactly, that squishy, crunchy, spiky, uh, spiky <laughs> that's, that's making your anus clench, right? 
<laughs> that kind of feeling. Yeah. That's tension. Yeah. Right. Even ejaculation is a tension. You gotta build up tension and then ejaculate, right? Yeah. yeah. So, like, it 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 just doesn't mean a specific thing. It just means tension. And how am I going to explore sustainability by by changing, moving the tension around, by by being more controlled, by being by raising my awareness to just the tension because it's easier to think about tension as tension there's one thing to think about and there's tension that's mm. it simplicity simplicity I'm, I'm not thinking about fuck am I feeling fucking angry I can feel fucking angry yeah but then to be able to feel that tension and not associate with the anger yes yes and to be able to just Mm. Okay, okay, I'm gonna move to somewhere else. I'm gonna move to somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. To regulate this. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I understand it. I understand it. I, I, I like the simplicity. Yeah. And yeah, I like the simplicity. I really, really do like the simplicity. And I also like the way that people can describe things. Right? It's it's also an art form to be able to describe stuff. There's there's an art in this simplicity thing. Just do. What do you think so much? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just be, mm-hmm. just shift, just relax. Mm-hmm. What the fuck's going on, right? And there's also that because last night I was listening to you do that. That mess, uh, the therapeutic thing. Oh yeah. And your narratives, they were great. I'm like, fuck. Reese should teach me that. I'm, I'm taking notes. Because, <laughs> because for me, sometimes it's hard to describe things as a narrative. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. because it's. Okay. Okay. All right. So mm-hmm. when I, I'm listening to people who has really good narratives, I'm like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's putting words to putting words to what is not words, isn't it? And and it's great because you're able to relate <coughs> things that you're doing to 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 everyday things. Yeah. Like the rubber band thing, like, what the fuck? I wouldn't say rubber bands, I say, Oh, feel the tension. Except ah. right, but for you it's like rubber band. Who doesn't use rubber band? Everyone yeah. uses rubber band it's relatable, once. Yeah. It's relatable, right? Yeah. It's like, fuck. Yeah. And that's a great skill to have. Yeah, man. I like that. I like narrating or guiding. Because I drop into that space, you know? And I like slowing. I like being able to slow the pace down. Slow things down a bit. Yeah, yeah. even more. If you, if you think you're so. Go even slower. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's really good for me. <laughs> what else has been going on? I don't know. Oh! So, you know, I've been going to the uh, Kundalini classes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, tell right? me more, tell me more. I don't even know it. how to describe this shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious. Like, I've tried describing this shit and it's just, it's difficult. It's difficult to describe, right? How does it even work? I don't even know how it works. 
Because the other time we're doing that thing, right? I've also been experimenting, like mm. touching here, 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 yeah. So I'm just visualizing. Oh, how just subtle movement. It doesn't have to be really big. It could just be at specific points in the body, mm-hmm. just moving. It's like lymph, lymph massage. Lymph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Exactly. You don't have to. No lymph acts. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It's just a really simple stroke. Yeah. So I think the. The principle behind the whole Kundalini bit, yeah, is that there's storage of energy in the body. There's there's like a there's an amount of unprocessed energy in the system, yeah. Right. AKA in modern language, trauma. Trauma. Yeah. So I've been thinking about Kundalini and trauma for two years. Yeah, because Two years I've been thinking about this shit. <laughs> and I still ain't got the answers to it. But, so all the Kundalini stuff that is steeped in so much fucking religious, oh, what is it? Like the snakes and the serpents and the chakras and the I moving see. up the thing. Like there's so much overlay, conceptual overlay on it right. that comes from the rainbow the, serpent. No. Yeah. <laughs> and that comes from the Indian that time period the culture the vernacular of them right that, that's how they got down with that sort of stuff oh yeah but it can be described a lot easier same like, like with you saying about the tension right mm. so doesn't I didn't ever resonate with snakes I didn't ever resonate with like the whole kundalini process bit but enormous surges of energy rising up from the base of the spine trying to get to the crown of the head like that's a real thing that's a real thing for me I, I, I get that you know what I mean the body doing spontaneous movements yeah either shakes or shouts or whatever it needs to be to express excess energy build up that's a real thing right so so you've got just got two ways of describing what is essentially the same process yeah energy moving and releasing through the body so anyway, I've been going to that. Some people, my friend Kat, she's got the ability to activate in another person. So she can touch specific points that would relate to different parts of the nervous system, the energy system. And then that would then bring about the onset of the person's, their own energy, right? Their own latent continue. life force. Their latent life force. It's developmental energy, yeah? So as we're growing up, yeah. we experience... Um, emotions emotion is just energy right energy that's directing us to do something now when that process gets stopped that energy then becomes encapsulated in the nervous system a part of the brain in the part of the limbic brain and then through these processes that then gets released yeah zhush zhush is through the whole system and then what changes as well if you change your neurology all of that is linked to your beliefs, you know. Your, the way that your all your neurons are all, are all hooked up is exactly what stores all your belief systems as well. Yeah. So you can't you can't do something to one without doing it to the other parts. So it's it's fascinating shit. I don't understand it completely, but I know it fucking works. I'm curious. I'm really curious about this kind of stuff. Because I met I met someone in Singapore when I when I went back a couple of months ago. And she was doing some Kundalini thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's so legit. It's so legit. Um, 
yeah. I think it's one of those things, mate, that conceptually or describing it, it's just never, ever, ever going to cut it. Never going to cut it. You've got to experience it. You know, you can read about sex, you can watch sex, you, you know, sex. you can talk to your friends about sex, or you can get into it. <laughs> Kundalini is the same, yeah. you know? Before I experienced any Kundalini stuff, I would have laughed my head off if someone talked to me about it in the way that I talk about it, yeah? Yeah. I was just, I was just not interested in anything like that. Right. And then to have what happened to me happen spontaneously, right. without any prior warning, any knowledge, any nothing, and then having to figure it out after, right. it's like, yeah, this, this shit's for real. This is the legit shit. Yeah, how, do, how are you feeling now? I'm a different person, like, like since, compared to when? Like, compared to the immersion, like, you're talking about the immersion thing you went. Oh, yeah. Yeah, how was that? Like, what, oh, what changed? Was immersion was deep. Yeah. What, what's, what's happened? What did they do? Uh, what, what was your experience after? How did you feel? Because you were buzzing on the Saturday when I met you. Buzzing on the Saturday? Going on. Was that at the park? Was it a park? Yeah. There was, there was be, that was after, a week after the Yeah. Okay, so imagine it like, it feels as if... There's less stuckness. Less right? stuckness. Yeah. So I know you, meant, you said earlier about like the channels feeling open. Right. It's like that. It's just like a jet wash for the inside, you know? That's what it feels like. So then I'll just have more freedom, more energy flow. More buzz. More buzz. More availability, you know, more clarity. I see. And is that the same now? Well, you can't maintain. Why not? You just have to put more effort to maintain, right? Or is, or is you got to go with the flow, man. Like, you can't control what you come across all the time. Well, I'm just, I'm just curious because you're immersed in that, in that environment. I mean, for me, it's the same. After the solar immersion, I felt, I felt good. I, I felt tired, but I felt more clear. Mm. Just because I've been using a lot of ambiguity in my teachings, mm. because that's that's how I, I, I do it. Mm. And during the immersion, there's a lot of clarity with instructions. Mm. Uh, I really enjoyed that, mm. right, because it's something that I could benefit from. Right, for me, it's letting people figure out stuff on their own, giving them some some sort of cues and then getting them to figure but in an immersion like that where you're doing hand-to-hand high stuff there's a lot of all right you can't do it any other way but to follow the system if not if you we need to get everyone aligned everyone on board the same thing yeah right and for me it's a challenge for me it's a challenge to to revert back to that system to revert back to no you can't do it this way because because i give people's innate intelligence uh-huh. whereas in this it's more we're giving you this everything you do because uh, everyone's on the same thing we're doing together so we can uh, uh-huh. right? there's no time there's it's some not, it doesn't feel organic it doesn't way, feel does as organic yeah. 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 yeah so I mean it depends what you're doing so, exactly if I'm doing high hand to hand I really want 
<laughs> want it like done precisely. Yeah. Whereas yeah. some things that need to be explored. You know? But on your own, yes. On your own, or just with a really sense of like openness. Exactly. You, know what I mean? you just find the way for it that's right for you. Yeah. Rather than this is the specific technique. Exactly. So after after the immersion, I felt quite oh, okay. I was tired. It took me a while to digest the energy. Uh, there were there were some points where I felt like I wanted to fight back. Like I want. I, oh, when when the elite coach was telling me something off because I was just assisting, right? And I'm you know, like you asked me, no, don't do that. Like, why not? Yeah. I thought not. Yeah. Well, why not? Yeah. You're giving me a reason, right? Don't just tell me you can't do that. Fuck, I'm a grown ass man. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a reason why why we shouldn't be adjusting with the finger, but adjusting with the whole hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me why not. One hundred percent. I get that. If you give me the reason, I'll take it. I'll be like, yeah, okay, cool. This is your immersion. This is your reason now. Uh, I think it's it's reasonable. Yeah, I'll follow it. Uh-huh. If someone else asks me, I can tell them, and they're not just doing because I'm telling them not to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm reasoning out with these people because they're grown. They're grown up. They should know better. Uh-huh. Maybe they don't. So I have to educate. It's an education thing. <laughs> so that there were there were points where I felt oh fuck, but I also know that in in an immersion like that you don't really have the time to discuss about it on the floor. Sometimes you just have to take take it as it is, mm-hmm. and then come back at the end of the day and you discuss about it. That's when you debrief and talk about oh okay I've. You've told me this, uh, why not? So that tomorrow I can try again. So really letting go of that ego, because for me it's an ego thing. I teach as well, I'm not fucking dumb. Yeah. You can, don't just tell me what, yeah. but explain to me as well. Yeah. Um, I'm, yeah, and it's really good that they, they took the time to also explain. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was a really good mm-hmm. interaction.